Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. A lot of people think that if hell is real and people actually go there, then God must be heartless. But today, Pastor J.D. reminds us that hell was created for Satan, not us. In fact, Jesus did everything he could possibly do to save us from having to go there. But you still have to make the choice of believing in him. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on August 8th, 2021. He's a good shepherd, a gentle shepherd in the way he leads us. He just gently leads us to him, for some back to him. You know how many people have come back to Christ because of this? You know how many people have come to Christ because of this? Maybe I I might as well mention this reluctantly. For obvious reasons, I, th- I think you'll see here in a moment. Now, we have been asked by brothers and sisters in Christ if we would be willing to provide this for a coworker who's not a believer. How would you answer that? No! Us four and no more! No. Think about this. What if, I know this is, this is far out, sorry for the 70s flashback, <laughs> far out man. What if this is God's way of bringing them to Him? So here's what we've done. Actually my son, two in one day, because I, this letter that I just read, it worked for him. And I mean, praise the Lord, you know. So all of a sudden he starts getting text messages from his friends going, oh, you, you got an exemption? Yeah. Because <laughs> of my daddy. You don't know who my daddy is. <laughs> Not me, him, the Heavenly Father. Yeah. So they're like, hey man, can you hook a brother up? Well, you're not a brother, but you can be. (laughs) So here's what we're doing. Here's what he told his friends. He said, my dad will do this for you, but you have to watch online the prophecy update all the way through to the end with the ABCs of salvation first and then he'll go ahead and do it. They're going to get saved. <laughs> I'm wait- yeah. In fact, I'm waiting for the text. Let me see. No, not yet. We're still we'll keep praying. <laughs> I mean, this is how God's going to bring him to the Lord, right? This is how they come to Christ, right? 
Okay, I feel better now. Thank you very much for indulging me. Now we have another issue we need to discuss here, and it has to do with those who have been informed that there are no exemptions. What do I do? <laughs> I know this is going to sound simplistic, even cliche, but pray. What a novel idea, right? Pray. Since when did prayer become the last resort instead of the first response? You know, on Thursday night again, I would really encourage you to listen to or watch that teaching, because it's very conspicuously absent from the narrative. They did not respond one word to Sennacherib or the Shabkacha. <laughs> I got it again, all right. <laughs> they did not even respond. Sometimes the best response is no response at all. So you get the letter, you get the notice, you get the mandate, you get the threat. By this date you get jabbed or you have no job. Man, what am I going to do? And no exceptions, and no exemptions. Oh no! Okay, wait a minute now. What if again? What if God is bringing that employment chapter in your life to a close? Because He has a new chapter. One of the things I'm learning in my walk with the Lord is that, let me, let me, let me uh, use this uh, explanation. So God has a problem, not that God has problems, but just, you know, for purpose of discussion. So the problem that God has is He wants to get us from point A to point B, as we say, right? But the problem is we're, we're too secure, comfortable, set in point A, we're not even thinking about point B. So what's God going to do? <laughs> He's going to disrupt point A, because unless and until He disrupts point A, we're not even thinking about point B. So how's He going to get us from point A to point B? Oh, uh, all of a sudden point A is not tenable anymore. Now you've heard it said, well, God never shuts one door without opening up a better one. That's true. But I, I, have, I want to add to that. What if it's not a door? <laughs> what if it's a window? He doesn't even need a window. He could just come through the wall. Right? I mean, God can do whatever God wants to do in the way that God wants to do it, because God can do anything. Right? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Let me take it a step further. I'll be more specific. What if, and this is what happened to me, by the way, many, many years ago, back on the mainland, he closed the chapter on my employment in my career because he wanted me to start my own business. And then he brought that to a close, and I sold my business because he wanted me to plant a church. So he brings you to that place to get you from point A to point B. And I can assure you and testify to you that point B way more better than point A. <laughs> Maybe God has a better plan for you. And here we are hanging on to this job, thinking, man, what am I going to do? Like the Lord's going, well, 
I actually had this fabulous business idea that you would be perfect for. And the pay's a lot more better too. <laughs> and you won't have to get a vaccination, so-called. Again, I know this is simplistic, but just trust the Lord. Trust the Lord. No one who ever puts their trust in the Lord is ever forsaken by the Lord, never disappointed in the Lord. Psalm 9 verse 10 says, And those who know your name put their trust in you, for you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. You know, one more thing, it just came to me, I think this is the Holy Spirit again, Thursday night. You can miss it at first read. I think it's in chapter uh, 37 when uh, after Hezekiah prays, uh, God through the prophet Isaiah uh, says, tell Hezekiah these words. Listen, because you prayed, whoa, wait a minute. Because you prayed, I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to get an intern angel. He's going to come down, wipe him out. You're going to wake up. You're going to sleep through the night. You're going to need to sleep through the night. I'm going to do this. You don't have to do this. I'm going to deliver you. I know this is impossible for you, but I'm going to do this for you because it brings glory to me. And because you asked, does that mean that if I, if, okay, what if Hezekiah didn't, would God have still done it? Ooh, I don't like to think about that because of the implications of that. Maybe that chapter could have read more like this. Because you didn't pray, the Assyrians are going to come in and you will not be delivered out of their hands. James said, you have not because you ask not. I would rather ask and not have than not have because I didn't ask. Because you prayed, Hezekiah, I'm going to do this, because you prayed. And you prayed in such a way that I alone would receive all the glory. How can I not answer that prayer? In fact, I'm obligated to because that's consistent with who I am and how I am. It's like with Jehoshaphat last week. Lord, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Your eyes are on me? Yeah. You don't know what to do? No, I do. Your eyes are on me? Cool. <laughs> Hezekiah, <laughs> oh Lord, you made the heavens and the earth. You alone are God. And he goes on through this beautiful prayer. You know, if you ever want to do a study of prayers in the Bible, prayers that really had a powerful impact, I think you'd be greatly encouraged by those prayers in the Bible. Not that we pray, you know, that way in a rote way, no, but there's certain components, key components in these prayers. When you pray to God in such a way that He alone gets all the glory. God will rush in and do what you could have never imagined that He would do, because you're putting your trust in Him. You're completely relying upon Him. 
And then you just get out of his way, and you let him have his way. And when God has his way, ho, 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 yeah, look out, <laughs> yeah, wow, how, how did you get that? You got to know who my daddy is, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I feel better again. Thank you so much. Psalm 25, first two verses. In you, Lord my God, I put my trust. I trust in you. Do not let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. He won't. You're trusting in him? (laughs) Uh, He can't not. I know that's not proper English sentence structure, but he can't not, if you're trusting in him. And lastly, Romans 10 verse 11, for the scripture says, whoever believes in him will not be disappointed. Again, I can testify as a witness on the stand, if you will, that in the 39 years that I've been walking with Jesus, I've never been disappointed or let down. He's never failed me. He's never failed me. He's always pulled through. Oh, there's been some scary times. You're sitting in one of them, by the way, (laughs) when we got this building. I mean scary, where you're curled up in the fetal position, crying out to God, Oh God, (laughs) what am I going to do? You're not. I'm going to do it. And he did. And you're sitting in it. And he gets all the glory. So let me bring it in for a landing. For anyone that's here or watching online that has never put their trust in the Lord, I implore you today, because today is the day of salvation. And this is why we do these updates, by the way. (laughs) It's why we end with the gospel and the childlike explanation of the ABCs of salvation. What's the gospel? The gospel is in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, the first four verses. It's that Jesus came, He was crucified, He was buried, and He rose again on the third day, and He's coming back again one day, soon and very soon, by the way. That's the gospel, the good news. The word gospel means good news. Your debt has been paid. You're free to go. That's what the word gospel means. And that's where the ABCs come in. What debt? (laughs) What penalty? Well, it's the sin penalty, and that's, this is the A. It's for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned, that you're a sinner, that you need the Savior. Romans 3.10 says there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 starts off with the penalty first, the bad news first, if you prefer, and then the good news. What's the bad news? Well, the bad news is is that the wages of sin is death. That's the bad news. We've all been sentenced to death because all have sinned. It's the death penalty. Now here's the good news. Jesus came and paid the death penalty in our place. 
And the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. He purchased and paid in full for us instead of us when He died on that cross. And then He purchased the gift that He gives to us that we don't purchase, because if you purchase it, it's not a gift, it's a purchase. He purchased it, and He offers it to us as a gift, the gift of eternal life. That's the A, here's the B. The B is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. This is Romans 10, 9 and 10. It says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And the C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord. Or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. So how do you do that? Oh, again, it's uh, the word pray. (laughs) Pray. Romans 10.13 says that all who call, pray, call upon the name of the Lord, will be saved. Salvation is a prayer away. It's that simple, maybe too simple. Well, I want to share with you an ABC story for today. An online member who did the eulogy for their 47-year-old daughter's celebration of life, in which some 200 people were in attendance. He writes that many that were there were unbelievers, and they included the ABCs of salvation on the printed program. You know, in Ecclesiastes, whenever I do a memorial service, I always talk about Ecclesiastes 7, because Solomon says this. At first, it sounds pretty morbid, but he says, it's better to go to a house of mourning than it is to go to a house of feasting. And he explains why. He says, because at a house of mourning, everyone takes to heart their appointment with death. When you're at a wedding, you're partying, the last thing on your mind is the brevity of this life and the reality of eternal life. And when you go to a memorial service, you are confronted with that reality. And there's more of a propensity for that introspection. Now, I did my own daughter's memorial service, and I got to tell you, when you're doing a memorial service, you've got an attentive audience. Because that loved one that you're celebrating, their life was somebody they knew, and now they're gone. And they're brought face to face with the reality that that could be them someday, maybe sooner than they think. Now we every week, and I hope you don't tire of me saying this, but I really believe the rapture is imminent. It is closer than any of us could ever possibly imagine. But here's what could happen first. Do I need to say it? Tomorrow's not guaranteed. I don't want to be morbid, but this is serious. And I think it requires the necessary attention. Because it's that introspection of, if I take my last breath in this life, where will I take my next breath? Because we're either going to spend eternity in heaven or in hell. There's no in between. And by the way, both 
are forever. Hell is forever. Heaven is forever. And we're all going to spend eternity either in heaven or hell. And it's not God's will that any should perish. God did not create hell for us. He created hell for Satan and the demons. And God does not want anyone, it's not God's will that anyone should spend eternity in hell, but that all should come to repentance and a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. You know that expression that, you know, God's going to send you to hell. That's not actually factually correct, because God doesn't send anybody to hell. In fact, Jesus died on the cross as if to say, it's over my dead and resurrected body that you go to hell. That's why I died for you, so you wouldn't, so that you would believe. And whosoever would believe would not perish in hell for eternity, but have everlasting life. That's how much He loves you. Why don't you stand? We'll have the worship team come up. I appreciate your patience. And on these religious exemptions, again, please be patient with us. We will do our absolute best to get them to you in a timely manner. If there is a certain deadline, we need to know that, and then we will try to provide you with that. What's really going to be important is if you let us know if they will accept a PDF file instead of an actual hard copy with a wet signature. We can get that to you, obviously, much quicker. So please let us know, and we'll do that for you. And uh, one last thing. I didn't do one last thing yet, did I? Okay. <laughs> How many were here Tuesday night for our prayer meeting? Show of hands just real quick. Oh, yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Right? We prayed. We prayed. I mean, we prayed. And God heard. I want to end this way. Pray. Just pray. Just pray. Childlike prayer. God, <laughs> help! <laughs> you know, as, as parents, I know, okay, this is the last, last thing. You know, as parents, you know when your kids were small, if you're anything like me, and I believe that you are, it, you couldn't stand it when your kids were crying, right? I mean, you rushed to their aid. What's wrong? What's wrong? I couldn't, hearing my children cry, oh man, stop the earth, my kid is crying. It's like the heavenly hush. Quiet! My, my child's crying, what, what's wrong? <laughs> Don't you worry about a thing. I got this. Thank you. Thank you, Baba. Let's pray. Father, thank you. We love you so much. Lord, I know this has been a tough week for many, and certainly terrifying. <laughs> but you, O oh Lord, you hear from on high, and you hearken unto the voice of our cry. Lord, we look to you, we trust in you, and we'll wait on you. And thank you in advance for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus is returning. This fact is one we can get excited about, despite any circumstances we find ourselves in. Jesus will return one day to rid this earth of every evil thing that's destroying it. 
He'll once and for all take down the enemy and establish his kingdom in our midst. How soon will this amazing event occur? The Bible tells us that no one knows the exact date, but it does give us clues about events that will take place as it nears. This is why Pastor J.D. has created these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The Mideast Bible Prophecy Update is a focused look at current events through the lens of prophecy. The Bible has given us clear indicators of what's to come, and we can see many of these events happening all around the world today. Join us each week for an in-depth look at what the Bible has to say about current events on these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The latest updates are available on the In Spirit and Truth YouTube channel, and you'll find a link to our page by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. You can also access these teachings through our mobile app for Apple and Android devices. Just search for In Spirit and Truth in your app store, or follow the links provided at InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. With this app, you can take the Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates with you wherever you go, as well as give you access to many other teachings Pastor J.D. has shared from the pages of Scripture. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you'll join us again right here on In Spirit and Truth.